Hello, and welcome to the Killer Cuties podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Cassidy, and I've seen almost every horror movie out there. And I'm KD, and before we started, I'd seen almost none of them. So join us each week as I attempt to make a horror fan out of KD. As a warning, we will be discussing spoilers and some uncomfortable topics that may be in the plots, so feel free to check out the film on DoesTheDogDie.com first to check for any triggers before listening. Today, we're going to be talking about the Spanish language film with a 99% on Rotten Tomatoes, When Evil Lurks. Let's get spooky. Should I kick us off with a summary? Yes, please. (laughs) All right. So, When Evil Lurks, uh, two brothers, Pedro and Jaime, find half of a body in the woods after investigating the area the morning after hearing a gunshot. This leads them to a nearby shack where they find a mother and her two sons. The oldest son, Uriel, has become a rotten, which is someone possessed by an unborn demon awaiting physical birth. The body they discovered in the woods was the corpse of a cleaner, which is a person who aborts demons before they possess others. Uh, Dismissed by authorities, the brothers take Uriel to dump him in a different town. And on the road, they swerve to avoid a boy. uh, But when they finally get to where they're going to dump him, they realize that Uriel's not in the truck anymore. They head back thinking he fell out far enough away that it won't matter. Pedro and Jaime leave town with Jaime going to get their mother and Pedro going to his ex-wife Sabrina's house to get his two sons. While there, he gets into an argument with his ex-wife and her new husband, Leonardo. While they're distracted, the family dog, who's now been possessed by Pedro's demon-infected clothing, attacks Sabrina and Leonardo's daughter, dragging her outside by the head. Pedro and Leonardo chase after them with Leonardo shooting the dog. Pedro returns to find Sabrina with her daughter, who is seemingly unharmed. Uh, He steals their car and leaves with the sons as Sabrina is killed when Leonardo rams his truck into her. Pedro and his sons, uh, Jair and Santino, reunite with Jaime and their mother, and they go to Mirta's house. She's a former cleaner and a friend of Jaime's. Mirta warns Jaime about Jair, who is autistic and nonverbal because she sees signs of possession in him. She's kind of dismissed, though. Um, But that night, the possessed corpse of Sabrina comes and kidnaps Santino. Mirta and Pedro go searching for Uriel to stop the demon's birth, while Jaime goes after Sabrina, but he discovers that she's already killed Santino and he runs her over with his truck. Uh, The brother's mother stays stays at Mirta's with Jair, who begins just speaking completely clearly. Uh, Pedro and Mirta's search leads them to a schoolhouse filled with possessed children who try to get them to leave. They find Uriel under the stage in the auditorium and Pedro attempts to unearth him as Mirta sets up the equipment to kill the demon. Uh, but Pedro gets impatient and he starts to believe the kids lie about an axe nearby. So he leaves the room, despite Mirta telling him not to. While he's in the other room, the children kill Mirta and dismantle the equipment. Overcome with rage, Pedro beats Uriel to death and the demon is born. Uh, The demon spares Pedro, and the children follow it out of the schoolhouse. Pedro and Jaime and Jair return home, and as uh, Jair eats ice cream, he begins choking. He coughs up Pedro's mother's hair and necklace, revealing that he was possessed and he ate her. What'd you think? Is that, is that, are you done? Oh, yeah. Well, he, like, runs outside and starts, like, crying, but... (laughs) That's pretty much it. (laughs) Uh, Wow. What a, what a film. What a film. Yeah. Yeah. I live tweeted a little bit of it to you. 
yeah, you sent me a Snapchat that I wish I would have screenshot of your face yeah. as you watched it. Yeah, the first one that I sent to you was just all capital letters. Fuck. Mm. That was the goat scene. Yeah, when you said that that was the goat scene, I was like, oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's your reaction to that scene, which is pretty inconsequential well, compared to the rest of what happens. I mean, it, it wasn't the goat of the goat scene. It was the, like, smashing her smashing yeah. her own face of the goat it's scene. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh, brutal. And then... Um, and then uh, in the dog scene, I was screaming at the kids, stop <laughs> touching the fucking dog. I was literally like, oh, my God, please stop yeah. touching the dog. Oh, my God, stop touching the dog. They didn't. And then the dog touched. <laughs> yeah, that by far the most gruesome scene involving a kid I've ever seen. I mean, there's not a lot of blood. With the dog? Or, I think so. You didn't think like... Oh, the, oh yeah, the <laughs> brain scene too. I'm like, like an hour yeah, later right, right, when right. Santino dies and his mom's eating his brains. Like you didn't think that was yeah. a little worse because I did personally. But. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. Like collectively, this movie <laughs> has the worst kid scenes by yeah. far. I can't think of any other kid scenes that are as bad. Yeah, honestly, after watching this for the first time, I was kind of like, okay, we can go back to kids being safe in horror movies. <laughs> maybe I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. And we can go back, like, maybe let's just not kill kids anymore in horror movies, because this movie was brutal. I mean, this movie's brutal, like, yeah. period. But yeah, they did not shy away from shocking moments <laughs> yeah it it would have been one thing if the kids that were dying were like the possessed kids that were mm. like lying and like trying to deceive like it would have been like oh haha they got what was coming to them kind of thing like that would have softened the blow a little bit but these were like innocent kids yeah yeah they didn't that had like relationships with their mother and father like that it was just really hard to watch yeah, for sure and like to your point there's one scene where he, like, hits a possessed kid with his car door and then starts punching her in the face. And, like, I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. Just seeing, like, an eight-year-old get the shit rocked. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, no, after the, after the dog scene where the one little girl gets carried away with the dog and she's, like, being shaken. Yeah. By the dog... She just comes back. The little girl just comes back and is like hugging her mom and she's totally fine. Yeah. Well, she wasn't, but. <laughs> well, no, no, no. But like physically, she was intact. Yeah. I was like, no way. Yeah. No way that bitch lived. <laughs> that dog could have torn her apart in seconds. Mm. Oh, 100%. And it did. Yeah. And it sure did. Yeah. Which, yeah, yeah, it was a wild scene. And I want to say, too, so I, <laughs> after last episode where, you know, I fumbled the bag with the breaking of the bones scene for you, 
I was like, okay, I'm going to go through and like tell her all the like timestamps where you can mute, right? Mm-hmm. And so I'd done that. And you were like, oh, thank you so much. And then not that long after that, Katie sends me like, okay, but like this timestamp is really funny. And it was around the same timestamp that like the dog attacks the girl. <laughs> so I was like, did she think that was funny? Because that's so funny. <laughs> No, that's the most you were talking about something else, seen. so it was not about that. But I was like, you didn't clarify that at all. No. So I thought you were still talking about the movie, and I was like, are her timestamps just like a little bit off because it was like a few minutes? And I was like, is she talking about that scene? That's crazy. No, 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 no. Sorry, no. No, I was talking about an episode of the podcast, actually. Yeah, we find ourselves very funny. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I that the scene that I talk. I'll I'll tell everybody what I was talking about. It's the. FNAF episode. Mm. And the timestamp is. Wait for it. 30 minutes, 52 seconds to mm. 31 minutes, zero seconds. Yeah. You guys I had didn't... a brain fart and it's really fucking funny. And you don't even react at all. And I find that even fucking funnier. <laughs> I don't even know what ha- I didn't look. So I don't know what that was. But yeah, I just I couldn't think of what I wanted to say. And I was just like, never mind. Mm. And it didn't even phase you. It's just really funny. Uh, but anyway. I feel um, like you do that sometimes, though. So I'm just like, yeah, whatever. She'll think of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I didn't even make it there. I didn't even get to what I was thinking of. I just, I One gave day, up. though. One day you'll remember yeah. and then be like, hey, you know in the FNAF episode? Here's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, I couldn't form the, a sentence. It wasn't that I couldn't think of. Oh, we're yeah. on a tangent. <clears throat> it, we always are. We're, we're t- yeah. Anyway, uh, there was nothing funny about this movie at all. No, no. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, since we talked extensively about the kids, apparently there were, like, government rules regarding what they could do with the child actors. Oh. And so, like, they weren't allowed to have artificial blood on the kid's skin at any time. And oh. I think it was the scene with, like, Uriel's little brother where he's, like, giving his, like, little heartfelt monologue. He wasn't allowed to hold a gun in that scene. So it was, like, these, like, little rules that they said that they had to deal with. And I'm, like, I find that so interesting in a movie that's this brutal towards children. They were, like, oh, but, like, you can't get syrup on their skin. (laughs) Well, also, they were covered in lime or flour or something. The kids were, yeah, in the school. Yeah, and the demon baby yeah. completely covered in blood. That was a child. Yeah. Right? Was it? I don't know. Maybe it was like a teen. <laughs> a young and adult. how old was, yeah, how old was Uriel's little brother? I think he was early teens because they said that the okay. teenager couldn't hold a gun during his monologue. And the only person that I could think of were like, because, like, they take the gun away from him, and then he starts, like, yeah. talking about what happened to his mom. So I was assuming that it was that scene. Okay. Um, But I don't know for sure that that's the scene that they were talking about. Yeah. Um. Interesting. Yeah. This yeah. is an Argentinian film, right? It is. Yes, it's set in Argentina. Um, And I believe the director, Damien Rugna, is Argentinian. Makes sense. Yeah. He, uh, he got the idea for the movie 
from like a series of news articles that were about pesticides, like farm pesticides in Argentina that were causing like widespread health issues. And they just weren't regulating them. And like the workers were just going in and like literally getting cancer from it because no one like cared enough to do anything about it. Jeez. No, and I think that it's really interesting that like this spawned from that because you can kind of see elements of that in the movie. It's like it's clear mm-hmm. that this world that he's set up, like the government has systems in place to handle like the rottens, mm-hmm. but they just failed because of indifference and laziness and like like he tries to tell them like we have to take care of this and they're just like eh, it's probably not even a rotten like you're just think like you're you know being dramatic it's not that big of a deal because they don't yeah. want to deal with it yep hmm yeah yeah I, I think it's funny that they're like could be zombies, could be demons, mm-hmm. could be, what's the word? When you need to be exercised, mm-hmm. possessed. By a demon, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, So it could be either mm-hmm. of those two things, just the two. Nope. Yeah. He- I mean, I I see more zombie in either, than, I mean, than the two, of the two, I see more zombie. So- he he did mean it as like a possession movie about demons. Yeah. Um like I I pulled a quote from him. Let me see if I can find it. Well, I saw that he was trying not to play on typically like a possession slash exorcism movie plays on like the religion aspect. Um, which was not what was going on in this film at all. It was very much like the opposite of that. Um, like religion is gone. Um, which I thought was kind of a fresh, interesting take, which yeah, that might have also been why I felt kind of more like zombie than mm-hmm. possession, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. Like it's it's really interesting to like have people depending on like these rules that they have and like each other rather than dealing with like organized religions and let's set up an exorcist and like do it like that so i do Mm -hmm. agree like it was definitely a a very unique take on possession that i really enjoyed Um, yeah but i found the quote he said "Uh, when i decided to make a movie with some kind of exorcism i thought okay but what happens if the people cannot reach a priest all the exorcist movies happen in a city in a big house but what if we're in the middle of nothing in a poor house with poor people who nobody cares for even the owner of the land wants to get rid of them to burn their houses. It happens in my own country all the time. Not the demons, but the rest. God. God damn. <laughs> yeah, it's heavy. I know. And what's even funnier is like he has like this huge, like kind of deeper meaning to like this whole thing. And you can really see that in the film. But then like he even said, like, oh, I wasn't trying to make like this crazy deep message. <laughs> He's yeah. Like, He's like, no, I just want to, like, make a movie that's entertaining first and foremost. And, like, that's just kind of, like, a side narrative of it. I was like, okay, well, you did a good job. Yeah. Um, speaking of the rules, mm. it was, like, Zombieland. <laughs> Zombieland times ten. <laughs> Zombieland minus the comedy. 
Yeah. Um, <clears throat> which is another reason it was like zombies for me. Plus, like the brain eating and the walking like zombies and the pustules and anyway. Yeah. And the demon being born. Uh, that was something. That sure was something. Um, I still don't quite understand the like lime and the bodies under the school. Well, the kids in the schoolhouse like killed all the adults. And then I think they like hid Uriel under them and then covered it with lime to like, like seal their tracks, like or cover their tracks, I guess, like. Well, all the adults that we saw that were under there were already dead. Yeah. They like Ruiz them. and his wife. No, Ruiz killed himself. And the wife, no. Oh. The, Ruiz's pregnant wife killed him and then killed herself. Yeah, she did. Yeah. She's on the poster. She sure is. She's. Uh, but that's what I mean is like everybody in there. died not by the kids i don't know that was the only that was the only thing i just didn't like what did they just hide them all in there so that the demon baby could be born was that the point i think so like i think they were just trying to cover uriel to like make sure that they didn't find him so that the demon could be born okay that was my impression of what was happening okay that's fair that's, but I think that's what I would do. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Great. <laughs> um, one thing I didn't understand was when they go back to the house, Mirta's house, to get Hayer and, like, go home. Like, do they not think, like, hey, where's mom? Yeah. Like, how did they not realize that, like, something had happened to her? Prior to yeah. him coughing up her hair. I would have been like, hey, that's weird. Where'd mom go? Yeah, I mean, I guess it was a little chaotic. Everything was a little like, Ooh. That's true. It was a... And <laughs> who were they going to ask? That's true. Because I think at but, that point he'd gone back to like being nonverbal. Well, guess, they like, never knew pretending. he wasn't. Right, yeah. Like, yeah, putting on the facade of that. Yeah. Yeah, which that might have been the scariest or like at least the most unsettling scene in the movie is like just just him sitting there and his eyes just like looking at his dad. Oh, at the end when he's like coughing. Yes. <laughs> like the dad realizes and he just like. And the dad's like, looks oh, at fuck, him. you're. Yes. That. Was extremely unsettling. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Woof. Woof. Um, I didn't understand the picture either. What picture? The picture that Jair drew. Right, Jair? Uh, higher. 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 Yeah. 
Um, unrelated. Sorry, we'll we'll circle back <laughs> to that. Um, I don't speak a lot of Spanish. Yeah, I speak enough Spanish to know that the translation for this movie was not perfect. Not even great. I don't think translations ever really are. Okay. I wonder how much of the movie was like taken away from this. Like I would, mm. I would really love to watch this with someone who's like bilingual and could like proactively be like, Oh, that's not exactly what they said. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because there were scenes like the, the one like really obvious thing that stuck out to me was like, they cursed a lot more than they translated. Oh yeah. Which like, that can affect the tone of a movie significantly. Yeah. Just knowing how much they're cursing. And they did translate quite a bit of it, but they were, they were cursing a lot more than they translated. So, um, I wonder what all else. And there were, there were a bunch of other things, like just little things that I picked up on. Like, like there was one scene where he said no, but what he was actually saying in Spanish was like a little bit, Mm. which is like completely different. That's totally different. Yeah. Um, so I wonder, wonder like how those decisions are made and um if the meaning is is misconstrued at all through translation yeah i don't know sometimes i wonder if they're like translating it to have the same like feel or meaning as we would in our language or yeah. if they're translating it and just like completely missing the mark with that you know what i mean yeah it could go either yeah. way, and I have no idea because I'm not a translator. So I'm an idiot who only knows this one language. <laughs> oh um, yeah. Anyway, okay. Circling back to the picture. Yes. Um, what as picture? promised. Why do I not remember a picture? Oh, of the family. Yeah, yeah, and, and one person was red in the drawing, and then the drawing was like superimposed over like the hair vomit at the end why do i not remember this i don't know i need to i i i really want to watch this again yeah um i probably am not making this like abundantly clear but like i really enjoyed this movie (laughs) um i'm just confused yeah that's fair but like in a good way yeah, I feel like there were like some subtleties in this movie, but I feel I, I think the is it the picture at the end or, or is it the picture like at the beginning when he's like pointing to it to try to get the keys from him? What? Isn't like when he like goes to the house to get them? Isn't he he's like trying to get Hayer to tell him where the keys are so that they can take the car and leave? And doesn't he, like, take the picture and, like, point at it to be, like, mom's keys? Like, where are they? Oh, maybe. That's what I thought happened. I don't remember that. I remember <laughs> the picture. We're both just making shit up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, neither of us actually saw this movie. No. <laughs> um, uh, no, the, he, he, I, I was under the impression that the dad found the, the picture in Hayer's hand in the car while they're at the cleaner's house. And he takes it and he opens it up and he's just like looking at it and then he folds it and puts it away. And that's kind of like the first time we see it. I can't remember if it shows the picture at the house, but I remember like because Santino says like, oh, like his picture's like in his hand or something like that. And then he like points to it and he's like, keys, where are mom's keys? 
But I guess I don't really know what the significance of that was. Maybe it's just like almost like an additional way for him to communicate with people. I don't know. Okay. Maybe it was just like at that point in the movie, because I'm I'm wondering what the significance of the image at the end of the movie, because like I said, they, they kind of like, it was kind of like superimposed is what it looked like over the like clumps of hair and like the barrette or whatever and the necklace mm. or or whatever all of that was. Um, <laughs> and then the dad goes outside and does his like screaming or whatever. Yeah. Um, But maybe just kind of popped in my head. Maybe it was like his family's gone. Like that was like the last of the family. There's no more family left. So I feel like that's a good guess. Because I think that was kind of, like, the point of this movie is that, like, mm-hmm. he lost everybody. Except for Jaime. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Do you think Jaime actually cheated with the ex-wife? I don't know. <laughs> I feel like you never really know, like, if a demon's telling the truth or not. And that's kind of, like, the point. Who's to say? That was on the Does the Dog Die, though. I looked through the whole Does the Dog Die because there were a lot of trigger warnings in this movie. And one of them was like, does someone cheat? And it was like, we don't know. A demon says they did. Oh, no. (laughs) My favorite was (laughs) one of them was like, does like someone's family member die? (laughs) And the answer was just like, yeah, that's literally the whole movie. (laughs) Like, that's what happens. Every single time someone dies. Like, oh, no. Yep. It's rough. <clears throat> Nothing will ever be the infinity pool. Does the dog die? Oh. Because it's the, the, the dog man. Yeah. I just don't like to think about that movie. <laughs> yeah. You can pretend like we never saw it. Okay. Um... This has, like, a really kind of big difference in its scores on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't know if you looked. It has a 99% critic score and a 57% audience score. It's, I thought it's, it had, like, an 80-something. No, it's rotten compared to audiences. I don't believe you. Look at it. I don't believe you. I literally just looked this up. Oh, wow, that's crazy that you literally read it and didn't see it. But... <laughs> She goes, she's realizing I'm right. No, I'm looking. 81%. 99% fresh. 81% audience score. What? Why is mine different than yours? Oh my god, it's updated. Since when? Literally, when I wrote this, it was rotten. I'm not even fucking with you. When did this come out? When did you watch this? Not that long ago. Well, I rewatched it last night, but the first time I watched it was like a week ago. And when I looked oh, it, it up, it just then, came out like three weeks ago. Yeah. It had like 50 ratings and it was rotten. Oh. It's so crazy that it's changed that much in a week. Oh. Because I swear I literally wrote it down because I was like, when we talk about this, I'm going to talk about it like that because it's crazy to me because usually. Like, critics are so harsh on horror movies 
Like, yeah. it's very rare that you find ones that, like, critics loved but audiences hated. So I thought that was so interesting. Well, I'm glad that it's changed and that the audience has come to their senses. <laughs> yeah. It's not interesting anymore. Yeah. Shit. Never mind. Fuck me. <laughs> I wonder if they'll submit for, like, Academy Awards and stuff. Do you think? For, like, foreign film? Mm, I doubt it. The Academy hates horror. Parasite. Yeah, but that's not, like, a lot horror. I suppose. God, that movie slaps, though. Um, it's a good movie. Um, how scary did you think this movie was? Two and a half. Okay. Pretty spooky. <laughs> um, you know, it was unnerving. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of, like, tense just icky yeah scenes um the and like perilous scenes specifically children in peril mm. um which also affects the fucked up business it does but it was scary to watch a lot of it was very scary to watch and 2.5, like, I, I keep saying, like, it was scary, very scary. Like, 2.5 is one of the higher scores I've given in a yeah. long time. It is, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Since, like, us. Yeah, probably. It was a while ago. It was a while ago. Sorry, I had to think for a really long time. It's fine, you know. Got to take our time sometimes. <laughs> yeah. What'd you give it? I give it a two. Which is pretty hard for me. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, there's like, there's definitely moments of tension. I was genuinely like enthralled the first time I watched this. Like, I could not look away. And that's like, also hard, like. Uh, high praise for me because I am very much a I'm gonna do other things while I watch movies type of person so to have a movie like obviously I can't do that as much with foreign films as like regular horror movies so that kind of helped it but like I remember just like sitting there like oh my god like what is gonna happen (laughs) yeah (laughs) but yeah there were definitely moments like when they're sleeping in the car and you just like see Sabrina's, like, outline coming towards the car, I was like, please. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't even, it wasn't even those things that, that scared. I mean, yeah, that was scary, too, but it was, like. Yeah, that was more, like, the tension moments where you're, like, oh, yeah. what's gonna happen? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, and that's what scared me, too, but it wasn't, like, the ones that I don't <clears> even <throat> think intended to be scary. It was, like, the kids playing with the dog or, like, mm. Right, but the, yeah, that's like another tension moment where you're like, you know that the dog is not okay. Yeah. But like, they know, and you're just like, oh God, like, what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how, <laughs> how sexy do you think it was? A one. 
this film has many strong points. Sexiness is not one of them. <laughs> what about you? Couldn't agree more. <laughs> A one. Yeah. Not. Nothing could have made me desire. Yeah. That's it, all. it wasn't it. Yeah. How fucked up? Extremely. <laughs> Very fucked up. Um, okay, so we've got the dog scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got the brain scene. Yep. We've got the the blatant child abuse scene. Yeah. Uh We've got the eye twitching thing. Yeah. I think I got to give it a four. That is a fair score. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I do have to say before we go any further that if you don't give it at least a three, I'm going to be fucking pissed. First of all, I will rate things how I would like to rate things. (laughs) Second of all, I gave it a three. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah, no, they really don't shy away from anything in this. No. Um, yeah. The dog scene was, like, more, like, shocking to me. The brain scene was more like, oh. <laughs> and then, honestly, one of the parts that, like, was... The worst for me personally. Wait, can I guess? Can I guess? Yeah. Is it the penis? Oh. No. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. That- <laughs> Why would it be the penis? Well, I mean, at the beginning of the movie when when the rotten is on the bed. Yeah. His he's juicing. Yeah, he is. Pus. Yeah, that part was like, not great for there. me. <laughs> penis. Um, oh, what were you going to say? Uh, the worst part for me was the coughing up the hair part. Oh, really? That, that doesn't bother me at all. It's so gross to me. <laughs> like, oh. I'm just pulling hair out of your throat. It's like the grossest. I can't even imagine having to do that. That's so oh. gross. You don't live with dogs. I lived with dogs shows. my whole life, and I didn't eat their hair, you weirdo. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I'm not eating their hair on purpose. But, like, sometimes you get, like, a hair in your mouth. You're not pulling out fucking chunks of hair from your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That's true. From your throat. It was in there. He was, like, oh, it was stringy. Eh. <laughs> yeah. No. I don't like yeah. that. I don't like that one <laughs> Uh, what I well, this might be too much. Oh, I'll say it, and we can take it out if we need to. Great. Um, when I was in, I was a school kid, long time ago. Mm-hmm. You know those like Mardi Gras, Mart. You'll get there. Mardi Gras <laughs> necklaces. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had one, and I was like sucking on it or whatever. And for whatever reason, I put the whole thing in my mouth. I just kind of let it sit there for a while. And it occurred to me that 
I was not swallowing <laughs> because ha- had I swallowed, who knows what would have happened. So my spit, my spit was just kind of pooling in my mouth with the bracelet. <laughs> so I had to go, I had to do something. I couldn't just take the bracelet out of my mouth there on my bed. Because there was so much. Because there was spit. just like probably like an hour's worth of saliva just backed up you there. didn't swallow for an hour well i don't know how long i was like i was reading who knows how long elementary slash middle school maybe even high school katie was just sitting there sucking on a necklace anyway i had to go over the toilet i just kind of like and i don't do spit so yeah. that was like the low life, low, low <laughs> light of my life. Not the low life. I mean, mm. pretty low life, but the low light of my life. I hated every second of that. Um, what was I, where was I going with that? Oh, so the fact that it was blood instead of spit, because it should have been okay. spit. You liked that, that better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Had it been spit, that would have really bothered me. I probably didn't need to tell a story. I could have just said no, that. No, no, no. You did. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry that happened to you. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to say. Um, I've never done it since. Wow. Good. <laughs> That's yeah. weird behavior. <laughs> Glad that you, you know, learned your lesson. Thanks. Uh... Kind of hard to segue Overall. out of that one. <laughs> Overall. You want me to go first? Yeah. I gave this a 4.5. Wow. This movie fucking rips. <laughs> I had so much fun watching this. I am not usually a like paranormal girly, but... Loved it. I thought it was great. Big fan. What about you? (laughs) I, from the beginning of this movie, so, from the, I, I don't, okay. I gave it a five. This is a five for me. From the very beginning of this movie, I was like, this is going to be a five. It is, it's like loosely zombies. I fucking love zombies. <laughs> it, it's so incredibly well acted. It's not cheesy. Everything I was worried about happening did not, ha- like as far as like the the movie like going south did not happen. I could not predict a single fucking thing that could pos- I would never have predicted anything that could possibly have happened in this movie. The one thing that's sticking out to me right now is like when like the demon was born, he kind of like stands up in the background and he's like this menacing figure. And I'm like, Oh God, they're going to like show this demon baby. And it's going to be some stupid CGI shit. And the whole movie is going to be fucking ruined. I wish it would just be some kid covered in blood. And he was a kid covered in blood. It was the best (laughs) thing that's ever fucking happened to me. 
That was literally exactly what I needed. I'm so glad they didn't try to CGI that into yeah. some weird monster. Um, it was just like to like the director's point. It was it was just a scary movie. There was not a lot to like think on. Yeah. There was enough to think on. It was just like it it. I hadn't said this yet. Um. <laughs> Um, I'm, I'm genuinely surprised that you were able to find as many fun facts as you did because I couldn't find any. So I've been like waiting mm. until this to be able to talk. <laughs> um, but, um, like it seriously gave me last of us vibes. Like the tone mm. is very similar. The, like, like the whole like theme of family is very similar. It's, um, you know, there's like this, um, like different, like stages of, possession or whatever um it just felt very last of us and last of us is like one of the greatest tv shows of all time and i stand by that and this just gave me exactly what i needed to tide me over until the next season of that yeah um i don't know i'm just i really 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 enjoyed this movie um i immediately i'm gonna i won't shut up about this um (laughs) you're gonna have to stop me i immediately messaged like 10 people even before i finished watching it i was messaging people like oh my god you have to watch this movie um everybody that at work that i know that loves horror i was like have you seen this movie yet (laughs) watch it um so yeah i love that i wanted to post in the discord but i was like i don't want katie to know how hyped i am about it because at that time i will remind you the rotten tomato scores (laughs) The audiences did not like, and one of the things that they didn't like, I was reading through some of the reviews and like a lot of people said that they didn't like the ending at all, that it was anticlimactic and that it like wasn't as like much as they wanted it to be. And so I was like, this might be like a movie that like is divisive and like maybe she'll hate it. I don't know. But like, I loved it when I watched it. So I was like, but yeah, I wanted to post it in the discord too. Cause I was like, dude, this movie fucking goes so crazy. <laughs> yeah. Cause like. What do you do? You don't. What What do you do? <laughs> like you just you you just realize that your kid is fucking possessed. Yeah, it's a all very, that you like, have left is your brother. Like tragic ending. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You're done. Yeah, but I think American it's funny audiences because... would have hated this. Like honestly, that's if, why if the this... Rotten Tomatoes goes so <laughs> exactly. If this had if this had been screen tested on American audiences, it would have been rewritten, guaranteed. Fucking teed. Because we've, I mean, we've talked about alternate endings that have had just awful ending. Yeah. Like, like I don't mean awful, like bad, I, like well, sad endings. Yeah, like just like right. grim endings. Hopeless. Yeah, hopeless endings that have had to be rewritten because test audiences were like, oh my God, that was just horrible. I had never watched that movie. Yeah. So like, thank God this was a foreign film because we never would have gotten away with that here. I mean, I, I wonder though, because like, yeah, there were movies like The Descent that rewrote the ending for American audiences, mm-hmm. but then there's also movies like The Mist. So like, <laughs> mm. okay, that's true. Who's to say about what America likes and doesn't like? Um, well, the mist is just the mist is almost gimmicky though. The, the mist is like a. Don't say I'm that not about wrong. that ending. I'm so, not it's wrong. The best ending to a horror movie. It's it's gimmicky. <laughs> the rest of the movie kind of is. 
I don't think the ending's that gimmicky. It's just like tragic. Rather than it's his kid. it's a twist. <laughs> it's, it's a, a twist, twist ending. It's a twist ending. It's like oh my god that yeah yeah I uh, yeah. Anyways, I'm really glad that you liked it. This is now your fourth official five out of five, but you have recanted two of those. So oh, I did. <laughs> technically, we'll say it's your second. Five. And the other one is also a zombie movie, a foreign zombie movie. This is not a zombie movie. <laughs> yes, it is. This is a possession movie. Damien Rugnot was clear what, about that. <laughs> what are zombies if not possessions by a virus or something? That's not possession. That's infected. What are infections if not possessions by <laughs> a no. virus or something? <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Um... Oh, is yeah. that the other one, though? Five out of five is Train to Busan? Yeah, you gave Train to Busan a five out of five, and you gave this a five out of five. You recanted yeah. your A Quiet Place five out of five, and again, you recanted your Happy Death Day five out of five. So, yeah. Yeah. Happy Death Day is like a four. Quiet Place is like a four. That's fair. But you know what? That's going to happen. As you watch more movies, I feel like ratings change because you have more things to compare it to. But fuck yeah, I'm so happy. This movie is so good. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Yeah. I One of the thoughts that I have, and I won't, I won't be as bold as to say this quite yet because I still do love Talk to Me. <laughs> but I was like, maybe I did speak too soon by saying that that was the best horror movie of 2023 because this one is a fucking contender. <laughs> It is up there. But I get both this four, is, four, four and a half, so. This is better than Talk to Me for me. I'm still not hands, sure. Hands down. They're like neck and neck. I think they might be like same. What was, what was wrong with Talk to Me? Remember? Yeah, but I still didn't give this one a five out of five either. But what was wrong with Talk to Me? They Do didn't discover. They didn't, they didn't explore grief enough. I don't think this movie really explored grief, though. It was moving too fast to really explore it. There was I grief, mean, but... They portrayed it. They did That's portray it, sure. but they portrayed it in Talk to Me, too. They just didn't explore it as much as I would have liked. I just don't feel like they portrayed it well in Talk to Me. It was kind of glossed over. Just calm down, okay? <laughs> well, that was why it was in a five. Yeah. This one's not a five to me either, but it's fucking close. It's it's a good movie, great film. I literally can't think of a single thing they should have done different. <laughs> I was so ready to be like, yeah, it's a four and a half because that stupid fucking demon baby. <laughs> but I, you got what you wanted. I got exactly what I wanted. I literally yeah, said that out loud. I was like, oh my god, they're gonna CGI this. It's gonna ruin the whole movie. And then literally, angels from above. <laughs> Ah, uh, it's just a child covered in blood. Ugh. God, brought tears to my eyes. I'm happy for you. Thank you. The real question, though, is would you survive? Yeah. Yeah. I'm alive. <laughs> um, uh, every... Everything that... Uh, 
what am I trying to say? I don't know. Every character mm-hmm. <clears throat> in the movie yeah. did exactly what they were told to not to do. Yes, they did. Always. Always. Very frustrating. Yeah. But it wasn't like it wasn't like a 4.5 kind of frustrating. It was still a 5.0 frustrating. <laughs> Away from that. That's Ooh, honestly y'all. like part of the reason why it was kind of like not a five for me. I don't know. That's I fair. think there's times when like characters like do dumb things and it's like, okay, it, it's for the plot, right? But like sometimes you're like, come on, like, come on, Pedro. Yeah. Pedro, come on. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, I also said I would survive because like I'm deferring to the expert. So if Mirta's over there telling me, hey, this is what needs to happen, I'm gonna be like, great, let's get this done. Wrapped up, Uriel's dead. Demon's dead. I win. I'm better. My whole family's still dead, but I win. <laughs> yeah. So you're saying that you're making all of those mistakes leading up to no, I wouldn't her have taking out her steampunk mistakes. telescope. Okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, there were a lot of things that they did that I did not understand why they were doing why wouldn't they change yeah. their clothes before they go to the pick up their face like why why like why do they keep using guns why are they not yeah. following these rules that they have in there's place there's only 7 of them there's only in zombie land there were like 200 there were so many of them. yeah i didn't understand that because it seemed like this like was a well established thing that like towns deal with like, obviously, yeah. like, it didn't happen in their town, but, like, it was something that they all have knowledge of. They all know, like, these rules. And I get that, like, I think the point was to show, like, how panic can cause people to, like, not think logically. Yeah. But not me. I'm built different, so. I'm better. Yeah. I've never panicked about anything in my life. I <laughs> the trick for me is that I'm always panicking, so. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I literally had to have a warhead today. The candy? Yeah. You never heard that before? No. What does that mean? Oh. What do you mean? Yeah, like, it's like this new, like, grounding technique where if you, like, think you're going to have a panic attack, you have a warhead because it's, like, so sour. It, like, just kind of takes you out of it. Oh no, I, I love warheads. I think it works. I I do too. Used to eat them. I would eat so many that my tongue would go raw. Nice. And I also used to eat raw lemon or like just lemons. I'd eat them like oranges. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you did do that. Yeah. I had to stop because it's really bad for your teeth, but oh, I yeah. wish I could I wish I could do it again. <laughs> Sometimes I fiend for the lemons. <laughs> oh my god. Just like brush your teeth right after. I don't know. It's uh, the the acid's not good for the enamel, yeah. and you know me and my teeth. I have issues with teeth, <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta keep these bad boys fresh. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah. Um, do you want to predict next week's movie? Sure. Okay. It's not. Speak no evil, is it? No, it's not. We changed some things around. <laughs> I'm so sorry. We'll add that one to the list, though. You can. can. 
I'm glad you watched it anyway. Um, uh, yeah, well, it's, yeah. We'll talk about it eventually. Uh, <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, okay, next week we're talking about Midsummer or Midsummer. <gasps> People say it Midsummer, but Ari Aster said it's okay if you say Midsummer. And I'm going to call it Midsummer, so. Okay. Um, yeah, okay, so Midsummer is about a boyfriend and girlfriend. The girlfriend is Florence Pugh. Mm-hmm. Is that how you say her last name? I think so. I just really want it to be Puff, you oh. know? It's not. I don't but, think it's. Uh, but wouldn't that be cute? Florence Puff? Little Puff. <laughs> yeah, come on. Sounds like a little fairy. Yeah. Um, a girlfriend and boyfriend. Yep. And they travel to a Nordic country. Right. Nordic, one of the Nordic countries. Okay. For the Midsummer Festival. And, uh, it's at a, it's in like a secluded area, like a secluded, um, you know, little like town mm-hmm. kind of thing. And um, they find themselves immersed in some rituals, mm. midsummer rituals. What kind of rituals? Um, the opposite of misogynistic, Femi- feminist. Okay. Is that the opposite of misogynistic? Feminist? Sure. No, yeah. feminist is like equal rights, not, not yeah, like that's not... women are better. It, that'd be misandry. I think it's kind of misandry. Okay. But we're into it. Great. I mean, I'm into it. <laughs> um, and Can you um, give me just one example of the misandrist ritual that they have to go through? Yes. Great. Um, the, I was getting to that. Mm, okay. The boyfriends, yep. all of the men, die. All but of specifically, them. the boyfriend, I think he abuses Florence Puff. Oh. Um, <laughs> He he gets a bear or a deer head, it's unclear, put on his head. Okay. Maybe his head's cut off first. That would be cool. Okay. And then the bear or deer head, I forget, is put on his head. And then he dies. And that's the misandry. Okay. And then Florence is like super stoked on that. Okay, she's happy that he's dead. Yeah, and that's the end of the movie. Great. She's just happy. It's like a slow paint, like a slow zoom on her face. She's just like slowly starting to smile like, oh my God, he's gone. Yes. See, this is great because it's very clear that you've seen things from this film. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, yeah, you definitely got aspects of it correct. Others, not quite, but, you know. Um, Is it a bear or a deer? It's a bear. Okay. (laughs) I'm excited. Okay. I am, too. I really, really, really want to watch this movie. I'm, like, desperate to watch it because it's all over TikTok. Yeah, it's probably better that you watch it that way, you know. You can just dig in. You don't have to like worry about it getting spoiled. Yeah, I have worried about it being spoiled for like a year. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm desperately avoiding, and I don't know how I've avoided it being spoiled for this long. 
Um, yeah. I mean, it sounds like you've kind of like seen spoilers, but it sounds like, I don't think it was like enough context for it to like, really like, spoil it, spoil it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure the boyfriend dies. And I'm pretty sure that has something to do with a bear head. Yeah, like the bear head is like kind of a spoiler. Okay. But I feel like it's vague enough that you're, is you you don't quite know like what it's spoiling. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Is you telling me that the bear head is a spoiler a spoiler? Mm, no. Okay. I think like almost everything that you've like seen from it is probably like semi a spoiler right yeah probably like but i think there's still plenty in this film that has not been ruined good i don't really think any of it will be ruined by the bits that you've seen so good but we'll see it's kind of hard you already know my feelings about this film so (laughs) i hope that doesn't influence your watching well, I, I think unfo- even more unfortunately, like most people feel that way. So I'm going into it like with really high expectations. Yeah, which I feel like sometimes like that can like ruin a movie for me. It yeah. has before. So like. <laughs> yeah. Which I think like in hindsight is kind of what happened with the menu. Like I just mm-hmm. went into it with like I was so right for it to be something like so scary or so funny or so something like so revolutionary. And then it was just like. Moses doing whatever he was doing. Or I guess it was Ramesses. Do you often Looking. refer to people as their characters from the Prince of Egypt? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Oh, great. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather me refer to him as a character from a different movie? Yes. Okay. No. Voldemort not that making one. cheeseburgers. Okay. <laughs> I meant made in Manhattan. <laughs> <laughs> what? He's in made in Manhattan? Yeah. He falls in ah, love with knew? Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> oh, oh, what? Their, their kid is Tyler Posey, who's in Teen Wolf. <laughs> Great film. No, I don't know that for a fact. I have not seen that movie since I was like three years old. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. Obviously. You didn't even know J-Lo was in it. I did not. That's crazy. Well, next week we're going to watch Made in (laughs) (laughs) Man. We're flipping the script. Yep. Sorry, folks. No longer a horror podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And then the next episode is our 50th episode? 50th episode? Or two Mm, more episodes? No. Um, let me look at our calendar. We're getting close. Two more episodes. We have Midsummer, one after that, and then our 50th episode. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. That's crazy. We're really doing it. We're doing the damn thing. This is the, I have said this multiple times before, but this is the longest commitment I have had. Outside of my husband and child. One year? Mm Mm-hmm. 
and my job, I guess. Yeah, honestly, but other than me that, too. Look at us go. Who would have thought? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Bye. God, it gets more depressing every time. Give it a little bit of your step. <laughs> Bye. There it is. <laughs> All right. Well, that wraps it up for today. If there are any movies you'd like to hear us talk about or you'd like to traumatize me with, please let us know in the comments or shoot us a DM on our socials at Killer Cuties Podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Next week, we're going to be talking about the folk horror film starring Florence Pugh, Midsummer. We hope to see you then. Bye.